0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else with Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churning and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive-through over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville, or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie? If Brupolo was in Macondi. hmm, that would be a little weird. Mm. Imagine, imagine if such a thing were to happen. You're just if, if there was a McDonald's there, maybe so. You're just driving down Highway 47, going south a tree block, right before you get to uh, you know, southeast plant and maintenance, and bam, there's a strange brew there. Nobody, nobody would expect that. That was awfully spe- specific. There, well, Google Maps is your friend. Nice. Uh, wherever, you're, wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee anytime you want. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget, when you buy from Strange Brew Coffee House, you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative. The same way you do every time your business does business with PIP printing and signs. Reliable service for every business need. If you're trying to bring them in or if you're trying to keep them in, whatever kind of marketing materials your business needs, PIP printing can provide them. You're already spending money on printing. Why not spend it with a company that's going to give back to the Bulldog Initiative in your name? They're not even trying to pile up loyalty points or anything here. They're they're, they're helping you out. You can be uh, donating to the Bulldog Initiative using money you are already spending. It's not a new expense. That's a great, great deal for you. Call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216, or you can visit them online, pipridgeland.com, just to see what all the services they offer. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. That 4 p.m. first pitch on Friday might be a little chilly out there. So why don't we stop by College Corner and get ourselves a nice new pullover with the M over S. They have a great selection of them. A lot of great options for you to choose from for warm weather, for cold (laughs) weather. And of course, don't forget, it's stuff for the house, for your tailgate, your lounge spot. Uh, for your car, whatever it is you're looking for, Mississippi State, they've got it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowed by the Half Shell, or you can shop online, collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. If you were going to be in Starkville this weekend, you gotta eat at least one meal at Restaurant Tyler. Otherwise, you didn't you didn't come. You weren't here. Nobody saw you. Doesn't matter if it's lunch with one of the best blue plates in the state of Mississippi, doesn't matter if it's dinner with uh some fine dining slash home cooking. I don't know how they pull that off, but they do. Or if it's the best Sunday brunch in Starkville, you need to make one stop at Restaurant Tyler. Whether it's lunch, it's dinner, or it's Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Priority One Bank, 16 locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Just go to priorityonebank.com to find the location nearest you. Do you like to do business with the people you know, or do you just prefer a cold, faceless corporate apparatus? If that's you, then hey, it's America. You can do what you want. But me personally, I like to know who to call when I have questions. I like to deal with people that I know. I like to do business with my friends and the people in my community. That's why Priority One Bank provides you with that opportunity. If you live in central Mississippi, there's a branch near you. Give them a, give them a, a look today. com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Hey, Robbie. How's it going? Good to see you. Hello, Brian. I'm doing fantastic. So. we got some baseball times finally. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. And uh next next step is the roster, and then the lineup and the and, and the pitching rotation, and then we're there. You know, you can do it, guys. You can we're do all, it. We're almost there. But let's start with football. As we all know, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, their third uh third Super Bowl championship now and my question, first off, my question to you is, you're an AFC guy. I'm an NFC guy. The Chiefs, I don't have any kind of issue with, no relationship with them. How do you feel about the Chiefs as a Steelers guy?
1: I've come to grips with them because of Chris Jones and Gay.
0: They're kind of like them um, is, what, is what's what's funny.
1: Like, I, I know. Dynasty I, can be. I've gotten the vibe that a lot of people hate the Chiefs, and maybe it's, Just the fatigue of them getting to the Super Bowl every year at this point. Yeah, Yeah. The Taylor Swift stuff, I get it. But, you know, I I like Patrick Mahomes. I love Andy Reid. I think he is a super likable guy and one of the best coaches in NFL history as a head coach. And then, you know, for me, I pull for the Mississippi State guys and specifically the guys that I've known for a long time. I was, you know, I met Willie Gay when he was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and I'm covering him in junior high, and seeing him grow into an NFL linebacker is really cool. I've known Chris Jones since he was a senior in high school, and seeing him grow into what he's become, and to quite possibly the best defensive lineman in the entire NFL is awesome. I want those guys to succeed, and I have no issues. And my team's not competing for AFC championships at this point. So, and they're not in my division, so i I just don't get up upset about the chiefs i I want them to win,
0: so let's talk about Chris Jones. That's who I want to focus on today. I find his story incredible, in that his recruitment cycle is one of the most incredible stories, right? A guy who was an unknown comes to Mississippi state camp. Everybody's looking at him like, "Who the hell is this guy who's just destroying everybody out there?" Gets an offer, commits, he's like a low three-star when he commits. By the end of the recruiting cycle, he was the number two player in the country. Second only to Robert Dice, who of course went to Ole Miss, so you had that comparison. Of course, you have all the, the drama leading into that signing day of Chris Jones going to Oxford and, and all of that. He comes to Mississippi State, and I'm not going to say his career was disappointing, but he never he never played at the, the level he's played at now. You never saw you saw flashes of it, but there was never a consistent season of Chris Jones just dominating. I think part of that was the way stupidly the, the coaching staff rotated guys, that whole 1A, 1B. Chris Jones is the guy that needs to be on the field, more often yeah. than not. But <clears throat> I, I never I, I knew he would be a good pro. I never thought there would come a day where he was probably the best defensive player in the league. Well, I
1: think what I think what you have is a guy that was going off of athletic ability from his time at Houston to Mississippi State. And then when he's in the league, I think what you're seeing now is a fully matured football player. Um, He was bigger, stronger, faster than everybody on the field when he was playing 3A public school football or 4A public school football, whatever they were. I think they were 4 Mm -hmm. Maybe there were three. Um, And then he goes to to Mississippi State and he flashed. And I think what he learned over time was you have to give effort on every single play. Because I've said this about Chris. When he was in high school, there were moments where he would look like one of the greatest high school football players you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And then there were times where he was on the field and you didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Because there were some plays where, quite frankly, he took plays off. He did, he wasn't giving max effort, and you can say the and, same
0: about his college career, 100%. right?
1: Right. And I think the difference the difference that I saw between him and Jeffrey Simmons in high school and in college was that Jeffrey Simmons was full bore, a hundred percent motor every single play, and that's what set him apart. And I think you had a better, a much better college career out of Jeffrey Simmons than what you saw out of Chris Jones we started to say that's what Chris Jones should have been at Mississippi State, what Jeffrey Simmons did. Mm -hmm. And that was wrecking every play, picking up double teams, freeing up plays for Montez Sweat on the outside. We just didn't see that enough from Chris Jones. But the potential was always there. And we'll probably always talk about, you know, what if with Chris Jones, what, you know, what could you have done defensively and as a team had Chris Jones been able to reach that potential that early? But sometimes players just don't really click until they get to the league. Something's brought out of them there. They fully mature with their body, their mind. And he's become an adult at this point, and he's a professional, and working with the best coaches in, in football – so you know, I think it's just it's just taking a little bit of time for him to get there, but the potential was always there. Mm-hmm. Having said that, he was still a pretty dang good football player at Mississippi yeah, State. Enough be a second and, right that's right. and that's right. And I don't know if I've ever seen a meteoric rise in recruiting quite
0: like it was what Chris Jones
1: did. I, I don't know if we've ever seen that,
0: and we never will again. Because I don't know if we will. Yeah, na- now nowadays, kid, nowadays kids just they get out. And the camp's a little easier. Guys are, are seeing people more. You're seeing more of juniors and sophomores. Jones was a complete unknown prior to that camp at Mississippi State. And I, I remember 24-7 at the time, Paul Jones was on there saying, there was this kid at camp tonight that you guys are not going to believe. He'll commit to Mississippi State. I have never seen a player like that. He, Paul was, like, gushing about Chris Jones. I was like, who is this guy, Chris Jones? And then, you know, you had the comparisons throughout college with Kim Diche, and Kim Diche, he had a, a little bit better college career. There, there's no getting around that fact. But sort of what you just said, Chris Jones would give you a play or two where you were just like, this guy, if he played like that every play, would be the number one pick in the draft. Um, um, I remember a play against LSU where he just like, he did the Reggie White kind of thing where he just sort of one-armed the guy into the backfield and, and, and sacked the quarterback. He, ha- he had those moments like that.
1: But after- and I think Kim DG too, you got to consider he was playing at one of the most advanced high school programs in the country mm-hmm. in Georgia. Mm-hmm. They have strength staff, recruiting staff. like they, they were way ahead of their time. He was already relatively developed at that point, and everybody else caught up to him. Chris was still super raw and, you know, he got thrown out on the field as a true freshman and was still not ready. He was just going basically off of his natural athletic ability. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, again, I, I just don't know if we've seen a guy, you know, Dan Mullen was a master at trying to sneak these people under the radar. He really did not care at all about recruiting rankings He wanted to get the right fit for his team. He didn't want to go head-to-head with schools for guys. And he had found this kid, this gym. John Hevesy was the recruiter of all Mm -hmm. people.
0: Of all people, right. And they had
1: found this uh, this pearl. Mm -hmm. And they thought they were going to sneak this kid into Mississippi State nobody would ever know. And he just absolutely blew up that year. And I remember – I think Florida might had really start to turn the tide in his whole rise when they offered him mm-hmm. late in his recruiting process. I think it was Florida that first did it, and that story came out from Jeremy of uh, Jeremy Fowler
0: mm-hmm.
1: about isn't that his name Jeremy Fowler that was covered Florida, yeah. yeah, yeah. That story came out from him, and it was on ESPN. It went viral. He went to the Under Armour game blew up there, and it just the, – the next few weeks were absolute chaos. And that was quite possibly the wildest recruitment mm-hmm. I have ever seen. And we we didn't think there not. was going to be any issues with him. We thought the whole football season, this kid's locked into Mississippi State, just a country boy from Houston, Mississippi. Nobody's even coming after him. This is going to be a coup for Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be heartburn city for about
0: three weeks there. Yeah, no question about it. He's playing at a level now, and we were talking earlier today to our friend Stefan Kroznik about this. I th- I think he's playing a story as well, you know, trying to ride our coattails, obviously. Um <laughs> but you, you can make the case right now that Chris Jones is the best NFL player from Mississippi State. There is, that he's ahead of Dak Prescott, he's ahead of Darius Slay, that he's a, yeah, he's a- you know, Hall of Famer he'll probably be a hall of famer. I mean, this is a guy who's been an all-pro how many times now? And uh four or five. Yeah. Now he's got three Super Bowls. Um and I quite honestly you you could have made a case for him to win MVP last night. He had two plays that completely changed the outcome of that game, including the one in the fourth quarter. Um I'm sorry, in overtime. And I don't know that I expect, I knew, I thought he would be a good pro I did Cause I was like, the talent is certainly there. Right. And he's got all these natural tools, but he's put it together in a way that I, I didn't think was possible. And, and, you know, Fletcher Cox sort of had this, the crown of, he might've been the best defensive lineman in pro football for a couple of years, but right now that's Chris Jones. I think it's either Chris Jones or Aaron Donald. They're just different styles of players. But when you're talking about a defensive tackle, who's getting double digit sacks, I mean, that, that doesn't happen very often. I mean, he's beloved in Kansas City. They're going to have to find a way to, to re-sign him. Otherwise, it's going to be – going to be I mean, the money he would command as a free agent would be incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. The, the, the contract he would be able to get every, – every team in the league would be moving people around trying to find a way to sign Chris Jones. And I don't
1: know – And he, if- he did the right thing, by the way, sitting out. Sitting that out, first game. out, yeah. Because their support. defense was terrible. Yeah. In that game against the Lions, yeah. and he's sitting up there yucking it up in the in the suites, and yep. he got that money the next day, buddy. Yeah, and he—I mean, I—I I said this after the game. You cannot quantify the impact that he has on the defensive side of the ball. The the numbers do not do it justice, mm-hmm. and I think people are finally starting. To see that, I mean, a lot of people have, but I think for the most part, just about everybody is starting to see what kind of impact he has. And now, with the, you know, with social media, now you're getting different camera angles. People are focusing more on different spots of the field, and there's people that are putting out threads and videos of what he does mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. To get ten plus sacks now, three times in his career is already an unbelievable feat for a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. And listen, they line him up at the end. They line, he, he's moved all around the line. They yeah. can put him just about anywhere, but he Good is arsenal, a defensive yeah. tackle. And to do what he's doing, which he's going to end up being probably second in Chiefs history in sacks mm-hmm. before it's all said and done, and this is a team that's had some of the best pass rushers in the history of football, he's doing it. He's up there with the Derek Thomases of the world as a defensive tackle doing this. And that's not even taking into account what he does, picking up double teams, just blowing up the middle of the the line. And and we saw it three or four times with Brock Purdy on Sunday night, uh, causing incompletions, causing interceptions, knocking passes down. He's just an absolute game wrecker, and he affects the entire defense.
0: You hear this term a lot, like they play through him. You hear about it a lot in basketball, right? You know, like the Warriors play through Steph Curry. Everything they do is based off of what Steph Curry does. And in football, you hear it a lot, but it's usually about an offensive guy. You know, it's usually a quarterback, uh, a running back. Sometimes it can be a receiver, but Chris Jones is that guy defensively. Everything the Chiefs do defensively starts with, what, with how Chris Jones gets blocked. I, I like it a lot. I've said this many times about Mississippi State in 2018, where everything started with Jeff Simmons, right? You knew that two guys were going to have to block him. So everything else went from there. Jones is kind of that way now at, at the next level. Houston High School tweeted out a picture. Uh, this morning of of, of him in his, his hilltoppers uniform from back in the day. I mean he looks like a wide receiver in that pick. He, yeah. he, like, he might be like two hundred and thirty, two hundred and forty pounds. And now he's this monster, three hundred guy. Pounds. He's become one of the faces of the league. I mean people love Chris Jones across the league. I feel like he he's a guy that gets respect at every team. Um it's been fun to watch. You know and, and I feel like Mississippi State fans, you know, there's so much love for Dak Prescott and obviously it's well deserved, right? And of course he plays for the biggest uh franchise in pro sports. But then you have this other guy who was on the same team, you know, a Mississippi kid who has who has reached th- these heights uh that he has and now a third Super Bowl. He he's a I don't know he's a first ballot guy, but he's a Hall of Famer, one hundred percent, in my opinion.
1: Uh if he's gonna have to, you know, and God forbid, he's gonna have to
0: have some Injuries or something to so, keep him out. So let me ask you that That's the question you always have to ask. If he retired today, is he a Hall of Famer? Ooh. It's close. I don't know. I, mean, he's if, got, it, he's, I think he'd be close today. He's got enough Pro Bowls. He's got enough numbers. And he's got – I mean, he has
1: – Fletcher that's- Cox, we know the career that Fletcher Cox has had. He's about to pass Fletcher Cox in Pro Bowls. Mm-hmm. Fletcher has six. Chris Mm -hmm. has five, Mm -hmm. and he already has more All Pro selections Mm -hmm. than Fletcher. He's got two. He's got two first team All Pro selections, which means you're one of what three or four defensive tackles? Maybe maybe two on that list. So you're top, basically a top two.
0: I think they run three three on those lists. So yeah, they they would run two tackles, two ends, and three linebackers. So yeah,
1: and he's he's made the list he's ha- he has two first team selections he's made the list four times yeah um five times five in the last six years so keep if he keeps doing what he's doing he's going to be considered one of the great defensive tackles of all time just from a game record perspective there just hasn't been many like this and like i said to to have 15 and a half sacks twice to have 10 plus sacks three times at that position. It's never been done at Kansas City. And he's mentioned in the same breath as, like I said, some of the greatest of all time there. And um that's that's something special. I mean, Derek Thomas, Tom Derek Thomas and Tom Bahalee are basically the only two guys that are gonna be ahead of him in the next few years from a sacks perspective. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a special company right there.
0: It's been a fun career to watch, and it's not over yet. I mean, that Chiefs team—if they resign him and they they, they need—what kills me about the Chiefs this year is this was this was not a great team most of the year, right? We you and I talked all year, but like, man, they have their receivers are awful. All they really have is Kelsey trying to catch the ball, and and Mahomes is just dragging these guys. I mean, if they go out this year in this in this this draft, or if they go out in free agency and just sign a couple of, they don't have to be world beaters. They don't need Marvin Harrison Jr. They don't they they don't need those guys. They just need a couple of better receivers out there. They're gonna be right there again next year. He could easily get a fourth Super Bowl next year.
1: They need to get some rookie receivers that stay on their rookie contract for a while that they can get away with utilizing because they just don't have the the room. They don't have the money right now to pay because you're going to have to pay Chris Jones. Patrick Mahomes is already taking up a ton of space right now with what they had to pay him. And we're seeing it's worth it. I mean, you lost Tyreek Hill and you lost some of those guys, but it was totally worth it to keep Pat Mahomes Yeah, because he won without Tyreek Hill. He won without some of those, the great playmakers that he's had in the past. And with a very average receiving crew, I mean, they led the league in drops this year. Mm -hmm. So it was worth it to keep him. It's worth it to keep Chris Jones. But you are going to limit yourself on the superstars that you can put around those guys. I don't think you have to have them, but their defense is great. They have quite possibly one of the great defensive coordinators ever and a great coaching staff. They're going to continue to be really good as long as they have – a couple of the leaders at the top on offense and defense, like Mahomes um, and, and Chris Jones, mm-hmm. and they get some good guys coming in and in, in the draft, I think
0: they'll be in good shape. I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. It's been fun to watch his career. Good guy, too. Give me a hug once.
1: He is a great dude. Yeah. Always happy.
0: His energy always smiling with uh, yes. the C brothers on their on their podcast is the, the 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 NFL Combine story is one of the funniest three-minute clips you'll ever watch in your life. I, I, I highly recommend it. So good. Yeah, it's good. All right, let's move into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. If you are firing up the grill this weekend, nothing beats the sizzle of beef. Oh. Or if you're just heading out for a nice Valentine's Day dinner, Going out for steak is never going to get anybody upset. No one has ever gotten mad by saying, I made a reservation at a steakhouse tonight. It just, it just has not happened. So, my. Vegans. Vegans have um, gotten upset about that. Nobody cares about it. V- vegans get upset b- over everything. I can't. Because they're hungry. That. They're hungry. They're hangry. They That's food. what happens when you're hungry. Exactly. And then they, they, they need some beef. They they need, they need a rabbit
1: shame. food is just not going to bring the sustenance.
0: Rabbits are like the angriest animals there are. You ever seen a rabbit? You ever seen the uh, holy grail? That rabbit. They never smile. Yeah. Exactly. Beef it's what's for dinner. Like <laughs> so friend at the Mississippi Beef Council. Rabbits never smile. I've never thought about that. It's uh, true. It's a true story. Uh, Neither do birds and we don't even know if birds are real, right? Birds aren't real. So that's not an issue. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food you're looking for. Speaking about beef, Robbie's favorite sandwich in the city of Starkville, the prime rib sandwich at Two Brothers. Mm. It's oh so good. And, of course, if you're down with the pig or the bird, they have that as well. They They got some great new additions to their menu, but all your old favorites are on there as well. If you haven't already, check them out. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the kind district, another bulldog initiative supporting business. Great products and great service. Every business promises it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 49 years. That, my friends, is the proof of the pudding that they know how to take care of their customers. When you have a a copier copier or a printer go down for your business, you can't afford to be waiting around a week you know, for uh, somebody to show up from out of state to, pick, to fix that. When you talk to b- Advantage Business Systems, because they're in Mississippi, a lot of times they can, fix, they your can fix your problems the exact problems. same day as before. So if you haven't already, the next time you need to buy technology for your business, do it at Advantage Business Systems and see what kind of difference they can make with you. Their number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online. absms.com. That's how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Maroon & Co. over here in Star. What street are they on? Are they on Highway 12? Is that what they're official? Uh, well, they're in know. like a plaza, right? They're in that plaza, but that's that's off of Spring Street. But then there's that. But that road goes around. I don't know.
1: Let's I just call it called. the Salsarita Plaza.
0: I'd rather call it the Maroon & Co. Plaza. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what it says here. They are on 80, 87 Cotton Mill Drive. Okay. So they're on Cotton Mill, Cotton
1: time. Mill Crossing, or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Maroon and Co Plaza. Let's just be honest with you. Yeah, to be honest with you, though, most people, I would just say it's across from Chick Fil A. Is what I would say. It's right there. That's that's where most over people there about Chick Fil A. Everybody knows where the Chick Fil A.
1: Wings. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, this weekend, if you're looking for great Mississippi State gear, if you're going to go shopping and you're bringing the family up for basketball and for baseball. Make sure you've got a trip to Maroon & Co. on the docket. Great, unique items that you cannot find anywhere else and the exclusive provider of Bulldog Initiative logo wear. If you want to wear the hoodies and polos you're seeing the Mississippi State coaches wear all the time now, you can only get them at Maroon & Co. Well, we did it, Robbie. We finally got some baseball times. We did it. Right. You know, there was some cussing going on. In the Here's Brian what I know Milton. about that. Here's what I know about that was the MSU tweeted out the times for all these games at 10.31 a.m. That means that wasn't a scheduled tweet. That means that they were just like, oh, we got to do this. Go ahead and do it. So, I mean, it, it, reached, it reached a point where people are – I think people I think have tagged – I love that they're tagging Selman and Lamonis and you and me. The four people that can make – the Mount Rushmore, I guess, of Mississippi, Mississippi State baseball – Decision making at this time. So now we just need to get a roster and an idea of who's gonna play. We'll be pretty good shape. Last week, Ole Miss did their media day. Uh for, for their their first because you know, they'll they'll be out of town this week. They're headed to Hawaii for their opening series. We know the entire starting lineup and their starting rotation. We knew it on Friday of last week. Do we uh do we know any of that? We don't even know who's on the team right this second. We don't know we have, we have no clues on the off. team.
1: It could be anybody.
0: Yeah. It it could he could have cut you. Dakota Jordan. Who knows? The, uh, we, uh, a boat's a boat, but a mystery box could be anything. It could even be a <laughs> boat. We'll take the I hate to box. keep.
1: I mean, I hate to keep harping on this. And we did a whole segment on it earlier. We're gonna keep
0: doing segments
1: I, until it's you know, done. I, I I just people have given so many excuses and reasons as to why this isn't happening. Everybody else is dealing with the same stuff. Yeah, and how are they getting their rosters and their times out? Yeah, and it's like it, you might say, well, it's not a big deal. I mean, maybe it isn't a big deal, but it's just part of it. It's just a continuation of not being on top of things, not catering to your fan base. This is a fan base that that put sixteen thousand plus in the duty noble field for a team that won nine sec games last year Mm -hmm. there is quite literally no other fan base that supports their baseball program like this one
0: yeah don't
1: hold on lsu's close lsu's lsu was not was not putting that kind of um attendance into their baseball team when they weren't very good
0: they just weren't don't don't worry robbie here it is i just look hailstate.com slash sports slash baseball slash roster here it is here it is kc hunt uh aaron nixon uh, uh, Colton Ledbetter, Kellum Clark, they should be a, they, those 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 two guys should have big years, in my right. Opinion. Uh, Kate Smith probably going to be your Friday night guy. Yeah,
1: year seven
0: for Casey Hun, isn't it? Yeah, Luke Hancock, great to have his leadership back. Uh, some people would say that anyway. Slade Alford, I think he's due for a big year. He had a great summer, I heard. Wait a minute, Robbie, this is last year's roster. <sighs>
1: And again, like the the one of the reasons given today was, well, he has to cut a few more players. Why can't you just put the roster on there and then take them off when you cut them?
0: Never mind that, Robbie. Why are you still are you having still- to make roster moves four days before the first game? <laughs> Everybody else's roster is up.
1: Yeah, I, so, I don't want to hear any excuses. Whenever every single team in the, I, I looked it up today. Every single team has their roster set. Every team.
0: You and I we both neither one of us have high expectations for this baseball season. But you can't just give us things to complain about, right? You can't, because we're looking for them. Yeah, these are these are things that you can control. Yeah.
1: And these are things that whenever everything is like everything's great, people don't notice this stuff as much. And people Mm -hmm. would be complaining about this because and listen, everybody is trying to plan their weekend. I've got mm-hmm. to, I'm very, I'm not important at all, but I've got to come back from Birmingham on Friday to come cover the game. I, I want to make sure that I get back in time. Yeah. I got to plan that with my wife. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's me. That's not the person that's bringing his family up for the weekend.
0: That's good. That's going to be hundreds money, of dollars. Exactly. That, that, Th- this you know, is customers. It's not a board you're looking for.
1: Right. And that's, you and I are annoyed by it for our jobs purposes, but we're also advocating for people that are that continue to ask us where's the roster and where's where's the times correct we, we're we're talking about this for the sake of the fans and you know they've got to do a better job of having this stuff on, on point. And- it's just a continuation of the issues that this university and this baseball program, are having right now the disconnect. And these are things that need to be tightened
0: up. And you made the point. Like, if you're coming off of a super regional, you know, state had finished last year in the super regionals, finished in the top 15 and, you know, won 40 plus games. It just came up a little short there at the end. And this happens. I'm probably not even talking about it. Probably don't even know. But when you've gone back to back seasons, missing not only the NCAA tournament, but the SEC tournament, when your coach is on the hot seat, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking for reasons to to say this program is not going to get the job done this year, and they're going to have to move on. I'm looking for them. Maybe that makes me a bad person. Maybe I'm a negative Nancy. I don't know. But they 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 can't give them to me. You got to just you got to be ahead of me on that one. Because when I get upset and I talk about it, you know, there are people out there who's like, he's right. Now there are some who will say he's wrong. That's fine. But those people are going to be saying he's right by the end of the season if things don't go the way you want them to. So it's just it's just annoying. It's just one of these things that Mississippi State baseball does that's annoying. And I looked Auburn as of this morning when I looked had not set there Friday night time either. This is just a John Cohen thing of trying. But, to, but Saturday, of trying and to, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday were. But it's just trying to control everything and have every last piece of information and overthinking the room. Just set the time, and if it rains, you say, okay, we got to go another time, like you do yeah. every other day. And, of course, somebody else pointed out, okay, great, this weekend's set. Next weekend's not set yet. Yeah?
1: Nope. You just uh, just a continuation.
0: I remember last year they didn't set that Arizona State, which was week two. They didn't set that serious time until, like, Wednesday, I want to say. It was late in the process that, that those things were getting set, so.
1: Well, you know what, Brian? People can get dating. upset at us. Do whatever you want to. We've said it before. We'll take the heat. Yeah. We'll, we'll take the heat. We're going to take the sword. But we will make a change.
0: That's right. That means, We will
1: make things happen. We are movers sad, and shakers. Robbie,
0: 4 p.m., 4 p.m., 1 p.m. Those are your times for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They set it up where you can go to basketball, get the full game in, and then have time to make your way over to duty Noble grab a bite to eat perhaps in the stadium and then make your way to your seat. Uh, so it should be no issue. So four o'clock first pitch opening day on, uh, on Friday, Robbie will be there. I will not sports talk Mississippi will take precedent. I will make my, my first trip to duty noble on Saturday after the, uh, the basketball game. So
1: and make sure you're in your seats. Great uh, weekend planned. Spencer and and crew have done a great job with yeah. the military appreciation. It's going to be Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I know they're really excited about it. And that and I always say if we're going to criticize something, we wouldn't. I wanna bring up some things whenever things are really good. And the game day stuff I think has been great by Mississippi State. Marketing's done a really good job. I think things are moving in the right direction. Just a few things they need to clean up. Like getting a roster set. Yeah. Getting a roster posted online, at least Two
0: weeks before the season starts would be great. I'm fascinated to see when we finally get that roster. We may we may not get it till Friday. That would be, you know, at this point, like Chris
1: Amona should do that. Yeah, just just play the ultimate heel.
0: Yeah, we're still making decisions. We'll, we'll, you see, him. We got, be like Mullen that time. Oh, that would we'll be a damn If You want to see him? You come to the game on Friday. So, all right, that would absolutely be a damn Mullen move. Tomorrow's show is The Rumblings. You know what to do. Send in the questions. Robbie, send out the tweet. Let's get them in there, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them. Guys, have a great uh, Tuesday, and we'll be back with you on Wednesday for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian. Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me.